This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. The sign out front says it all. Las Vegas kicks off NASCAR's playoffs. And the first official order of business Media Day, a chance for all of us and you at home to see and hear from the 16 drivers who will race for the championship. Now, before they race on Sunday and immediately before they do burnouts on the strip. All right, in my luck, I'm taking my chances with all the odds in my Hotel and Casino and Spa on the south end of the Strip. Brendan Gaughan holding a celebrity bowling tournament this evening. Uh, yes, they have a bowling alley. They have an equine center here at the South Point. Of course, the only horses that matter are the ones that will be racing at Las Vegas Motor Speedway with two-time Las Vegas winner Jeff Burton here at the South Point. And we like to call this the other show. That's what we've been calling it all day. The other show. Uh, the chance, though, for all 16 drivers. We've been here for a few hours here yeah. in this ballroom and they've all been sort of milling around behind us with quite a lot of media duties. A lot of, they were they were busy all day. They they and, and they want to be on the racetrack. They want to find you know they want to get on the racetrack, get these playoffs started. But before uh, we got a chance to talk to all of them, and we heard some really interesting things. I, I find it fascinating how different drivers and different teams approach these playoffs. Whether it's one lap at a time or three races at a time, we had one driver say he doesn't care. Like what, what's going on with the playoffs? He just goes out and races, yeah. doesn't look at points or anything. I think he's lying. But but. <laughs> It's interesting to hear all the different thought processes yep. going into the playoffs. And you're going to hear that. I mean, Media Day, this this event was, you needed a credential, but really you don't at home because we're going to bring it to you. You're going to hear from all 16 drivers in some way, shape, or form. Of course, from here, they have all moved on to their next activity, which is the burnout on the boulevard. The stage is being set for that fun event, and that's where we find Kelly Stavis, Steve Latart, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Krista. I'd say uh, we've got the best seats in the house when the burnout on the boulevard gets started here, right here on the corner just off of Las Vegas Boulevard. We've got the Wynn Palazzo and the Fashion Show Mall. And guys, Dale, welcome, by the way, because Steve and I did this last year. Yeah. You're in for some fun. I know. I've never seen this from, from this perspective, so I've always either been in the car or or watching it on TV, so this will be pretty awesome to hear the sounds. I'm sure those engines are going to get really, really loud. Be great too to be able to see the crowd reaction to sure. this event. I'm sure that's pretty tremendous as well. The drivers are going to have to get real creative today. Last year was pretty special with the nose-to-nose -nose burnout that Blaney and Chase had. <laughs> well, you mentioned the crowd. Uh, they talked about the media day and how the drivers were preparing for the playoffs. Well, Las Vegas is ready. Yeah. I've been here for about a day now. You walk through the casinos. The fans are here. They're out in full force. They're here on the strip for the burnout show. So uh, ever since this 
this has become the kickoff to the playoffs. It seems like Las Vegas has really embraced it, and this burnout show is just one more great example of how we can highlight the city, and you mentioned that the nose-to-nose -nose burnout. <laughs> well, we still have about an hour to go before the burnouts, and yet we've already got a great crowd around us. No one is deterred by this beautiful Las Vegas weather, might I add. All right, so between the three of us, one of us knows how to effectively do a burnout, so I'm really going to be looking <laughs> to uh, how Dale Jr. Uh, scores these, because I feel like Steve and I were pretty generous last year. Yeah, we kind of got a lot more practice at doing those burnouts, I'll tell you that. But these guys, some of them have a lot of practice. Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick. Uh, but then there's the guys like Blaney and Chase that don't have a lot of cup wins but have the most creative burnouts. So will these guys get together and come up with some new, new things that we can see? I mean, there's a small box to work in. What can you do with a race car and, a, and four tires? I mean, there's only so much. So it'll be fun to see what those guys come up with today. Well, the pressure's on the mechanics. Kyle Larson didn't even yes. get sure. to drive down the strip, so he's going to look forward. It's his first burnout on the boulevard, Correct. even though he took part last year. Yeah, he was uh, riding along in the back of the truck with Rutledge, unfortunately <laughs> for him. Well, a lot to look forward to there. But first up, we get to hear from all 16 playoff contenders, and we kick things off with Marty Snyder, who's with Kyle Busch. Well, Kyle Busch trying to make the championship four for the fifth straight year. Comes in with 45 playoff points. So, so people want to say it's a lock. You guys are to mind. You got all those playoff points, but you can't you can't approach it that way, can you? Uh, no, certainly you don't want to ever have to fall back on your insurance policy. You yeah. know, you pay for insurances, I guess, <laughs> in in life for particular right. reasons, but right. you always hope to never use them, I guess. Yep. And and that's kind of the same way right here. So obviously uh, we've got the bonus points, we've got a little bit of a cushion there, and we'd like to be able to go through and win races in each of the rounds, and to be able to transfer ourselves automatically through to the next round and get ourselves all the way to Homestead. That'd be nice. I find it funny how people want to say the 18 team is in a slump. I mean, it's been 12 whole races since you won. My goodness, right? I, I um, feel that way, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, but has it been a frustrating couple of months because of all the speed you've shown? just seems like little things kind of creep up that keep you from getting to victory lane. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, we, we've, we've had some speed. We've been able to get out front. And in the times that we've been able to get out front, we haven't been able to hold on to that, you know, for yeah. whatever reason with um, other guys beating us off pit road or whatever. And then we can't go back out there and pass the leader again to be able to get back to the lead. Um, it just doesn't seem like it's possible these days. So it makes it tough um, to be able to win races when, when you can't pass the leader. But overall, um, we've been up front. We've been in contention. We just need to make sure that we keep doing our job. And hey, one of these days we're going to win a race off pit road at the end of the race and we're going to win the thing let's talk about this race on sunday it's going to be what you know 100 plus 10 degrees right i mean it's going to be warm on sunday it was 60 in the spring so how different of a race is it going to be sunday versus what it was a few months ago uh, it's going to be way different the track's way different uh we've only done this last year it was the first mm -hmm. year we did mm -hmm. the the spring race and then the summer race and so now coming around this time you know we, we know kind of what to expect we know what to look for and, and to try to make ourselves better make our cars better and and um, to have a better understanding of that race in itself but overall we, we didn't run that well here last time around so other guys were way better than we were but um, you know we need to make sure that that we can run in the top 10 and then uh, once uh, we're not going to qualify well we have kind of shown that this year and okay. um, you know we just need to make sure that we can run in the top 10 and then we can run in the top five and then we can try to go after top three or a win or something like that so you got to manage your expectations throughout the day so i've asked this of all the jgr guys so it's been a friendly rivalry all year long you guys have said that in the media you know and i know it's not fun to your teammates beat you but how long does it stay friendly in the playoffs does it always stay friendly even to the very end if you're on the championship four or is there are there tense moments when you're racing 
racing your teammate for a title? Um, you know, for myself, the, the experience that I have in that is myself and Carl Edwards going yeah. after a championship a few years ago where we both made it to the Final Four. Uh, actually, the year before that was 2015. I think I was the last guy in, and I bumped Carl out. Yep. Um, and then the, we made it – both of us made it the next year, you know. So um, we, we stayed – true to form the whole way through you know all the way through into homestead actually yeah i was leading with like 30 laps to go and carl ran me down and i let him go because i was like there's no sense i'm not going to hold him off right. there's no sense in me right. holding him up so he got the lead from us and went on to lead and then that dreaded late race costume came out and right. kind of ruined his chances and um and ours at, for that matter because right. we were second at that point mm -hmm. but um you know it just um I, that that's how i look at it you know if if you got a if you got to race a guy real, real hard, you do it. And mm -hmm. um, if he's way better than you, then you might as well just let it go. All right, give us a quick preview of Burnout Boulevard. Is the whole goal just to scare your passenger? <laughs> it would seem like that'd be fun to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that there's much scaring, though, you know. so um, it, it could be fun, you know. They're yeah, not really buckled in. It's absolutely fun. You know, you just get a great sense of, of being in a race car. I mean, we're going five miles an hour down the strip, whatever yeah, it might be, you right. know. But then when you get to do the burnout and stuff like that, it gets loud and gets smoky and gets a little chaotic and gets to be pretty fun. So it's just an enjoyable experience for the folks, and um, hopefully they have a good time with it. All right, the Vegas native going to put on a show today, Burnout Boulevard, coming up in a bit. With Kevin Harvick, who I feel like we just talked to uh, from Victory Lane at the Brickyard. So I thought, thing. yeah, it is a good thing. Yeah. But what can I ask you that's different? Maybe you can give us a representation of what this is all like. You guys do how many interviews throughout this media day um, with all different sorts of publications and, and sources? Well, there, there is a lot of work and there's, there are a lot of things to do. But I, I feel like this is a lot more productive than it used to be. Um, it's much more organized. And, and I feel like, you know, the, the way that, that NASCAR has gone about a lot of the things this year with uh, the way that they advertise and the track promos and the week-to-week -week advertising has been very effective. When you when you look at the, the TV ratings and you look at the interaction with the fans, um, for me, coming here this year is exciting because of the fact that you've seen all the, all the numbers and you've seen the effect of all the work that we're doing. So uh, it is a lot of work, but it, it has been very effective this year. So you're a veteran now. I don't know. If it, I'm not saying you're old. I'm I've saying you're that a veteran. A few times today. <laughs> and, and and but this is this is like your tenth straight playoff, yeah. I think. Yep. Okay. And and so, uh, how does it does it feel different this time? You know, it doesn't it doesn't feel any different. But I can tell you that you know I feel I just feel like. Um, you know what to do and okay. the expectations are you know um, what you want to achieve because we have um, we've had our backs against the wall we've won the championship we've been to the playoffs um, I don't feel like there's anything that should surprise us as we go through this and I feel like that's a that's a good thing uh, because there will be a lot of moments that you go through that are intense, a lot of moments that you go through that something's gone wrong, that you have to adapt and adjust and, and move forward. So um, the one thing I do know is that every lap matters because every lap leads to the next one. And when every lap leads to the next one, what I mean by that is, you know, in practice and qualifying, where you qualify and, and where you start the race and where you finish the first stage, it's a constant progression. And, and I think, um, you know, approaching that as, as one lap at a time instead of worrying about what next week's race is or what might happen or what could happen. Let's just focus on the things that we can control now. And, you know, I think that has worked well for us over the past few years. Have you ever seen a year that there was so much evolution from the start of the year to, to where you are no. right now in regard to how teams look at look at the cards and how you guys drive them? And yeah, and, and I, I don't think so. Um, and, and, you know, I think as we went to the COT way back when, we still had the old style car and yep. we still had the COT, but it just it didn't seem like it, it changed 
changed so rapidly compared to the way that the season has changed this year. And, you know, even the way that you race and the way that you approach things and the, and the things you do and then go into the simulator, I mean, there's just a number of things that have, that have become so much different uh, as to what's acceptable and how you go about it and how you think about a race. And, you know, it's, um, you know, for the past several weeks, we don't even do qualifying runs because you're so confident in, you know, from where you were in race trim to where you go in qualifying and the, the adjustments that you make to the car before the race, um, you know, are just so much different and so much bigger. The adjustments are so much bigger than what they've been in the past in order to make your car do something. So it's been, it's somewhat intriguing to me. Uh, it's very intriguing to me to, to see how much it's changed because it also keeps you enthused and engaged. Well, definitely heading into the playoffs with momentum. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you, man. Kevin Harvick is one of six past champions in this year's playoffs. Up next, we're going to talk to three more. Defending champion Joey Logano, Brad Kozlowski, and Kurt Busch. As we continue to get you ready for burnout on the boulevard. The fans are ready. We hope you are too. thing I've seen since sliced bread. Well, that nickname has stuck. Joey Logano at 28 years old, fulfilling a dream to claim his first ever Cup Series championship. Oh, my God! Yeah. We did it. We won the championship. I can't believe it. Such a cool moment. A decade after entering the sport, Joey Logano took the crown last fall. Now, he has to defend it. Logano claimed his ticket to this year's playoffs early with a win right here in Las Vegas. The champ spoke with Marty. Well, clearly Joey Logano knows how to get it done when it comes to the championship run and the playoffs. Um, I want to ask you, though, are you actually in a better position this year to win the championship than maybe you even were last year coming into this Vegas race? Oh, I definitely think so. You know, last year um – we were definitely an underdog. We, were, we weren't even close <laughs> right, to a favorite right. at this point. Yeah. And uh, I, I'd say, honestly, as a team, we weren't in championship form at this point last year. Okay. Uh, I say we're way closer now. Uh, we've got way more playoff points than we did last <laughs> right, year, which is right. great. Um, and more speed. We got way more speed in our car. I'm excited about it. I love the playoffs. This is, to me, my favorite part of the year. I look yeah. forward to this right. moment um, to where you can kind of go out there and show what you're made out of and uh, and let that pressure, you know, kind of grow you into something and, and make you better And uh, as a team, not just right. me as a driver, but right. everybody has the opportunity to be better, and I look forward to that. So why are you better in the playoffs? Is it just because of that pressure and, and you're one of the unusual guys who actually likes that and lives for this kind of pressure every week? It's because you have to be better. Right? That's okay. why you're, you don't have an option. We know what that pressure feels like. We've been through the ups and downs, and we've stuck together as a team. Right? We've we've gone through the the good as the championships. We've mm -hmm. gone through the bad with missing the playoffs. And nothing. Right. The core group is really pretty similar for the mm -hmm. most part mm -hmm. um, to where we've done it all together. And I think that makes us a pretty strong team. Anytime you go through any trials and tribulations that's that's really tough, right. and you stick together, you're going to be stronger if you can stick together through it. How did missing the playoffs, 17, right, missed playoffs, and then coming back and being an underdog and, and winning everything, how did that make you a better driver and better prepared to win the title this year? I think it made me a better person. Okay. Um, you know, it, it, and as a 
better person probably makes you a better driver but you just learn kind of a little bit more perspective you kind of don't take anything for granted mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. the year before we missed the playoffs we finished second in the points right so you, you kind of think making the playoffs well, that's going to be simple right <laughs> right, right. That's yeah, to, to tell you what this year yeah. after we won the championship i didn't take making the playoffs for granted i didn't think that was going to be something simple to do because i've I've been down that road before. Right. For part of the summer, you guys were really more chasing stage points, and it kind of put you in yeah. weird spots at the end of races. It was a very unusual summer for the 22 team. We definitely did. Um, we, we raced pretty hard to try to get as much points as possible. We wanted to win the, the regular season championship, sure. right? That's That right. was the, the goal. We were in contention. It was pretty much uh, the 18 and the 22 that, that had a shot at it. We were in the point lead at, at that point, and um, you know, the wheels kind of fell off for a little bit. It was like yeah. one thing after another, just goofy things, but not like our cars were slow and things weren't going well. It's just that, you know, the just goofy, weird things right. were happening. And that would be concerning if we didn't have speed, right? If you, if you were running 15th right. every week, and these things were happening. Boy, now that, that really takes the winds out of the sails, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you start to lose that momentum that you want to have. It's nice to have a solid run and that nothing happened. Okay, great. Yep. Like, you know, just, yep. you don't want to go to a week and say, oh, I wonder what it's going to be this week. You know, <laughs> you don't want that. But yeah. um, I, I think we fought through that that period, and, and um, you know, I think anytime you, you kind of get to the playoffs, you kind of get that, like I said, that extra bit of energy that I always talk about trying to find that fifth gear, and mm -hmm. it's, it's not in our transmissions, I can tell you that much, but you better, <laughs> you better figure out how to get to it. You won here in the spring. It was much cooler day. You studied the film last night. How different is the track going to be when it's 105 degrees outside on Sunday? Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's obviously slick, right? You're yep. going to be, and I think that changes the strategy of this race quite a bit. You know, there were some, some two-tire calls, and, and, and some of them worked. Yep. Um, but I think now is it being hotter, uh, you're probably going to be lifting more. Okay. Um, you know, so I think that will change some of the strategy of the race. Uh, and the track's going to be wide. You know, we saw cars running up against the wall in the spring. It's going to be warmer. Cars, More cars are going to be up against the wall, <laughs> uh, maybe in the wall. Right. <laughs> Hopefully it's not us. But um, but uh, this is a great racetrack. This is a track that really um, presents some great racing with this 550 package. If he can repeat at Vegas and sweep the year, what a way that would be to start the playoffs for Joey yeah. Logano in 2019. With Brad Keselowski, we've been talking about building trucks and building championships. That's the goal, obviously. We heard from your teammate Joey already. We're going to hear from Ryan in a little bit. But this is old hat for you. I mean, how does this year maybe different, or what do you go into this year's playoffs with the, with the mindset of? Well, you know, I think obviously last year my teammate Joey Logano won the championship, and uh, you know it, it shows the capabilities and possibilities that, that Team Penske has to, to to run up front and win in this kind of playoff format. We've, you know, the last few years been in position and just different things. It hasn't come together, Krista. Um, and, and that can rattle your confidence. But uh, for me, seeing Joey win was almost like an infusion of confidence last year that, you know, we can overcome some of those hurdles. So uh, I think we're, uh, we're really charged up and ready to go. So where are you guys? So early in the year, Team Penske was the team to beat. Gibbs and some other people have gotten better. Where do you guys think you are right now? Yeah, we had a really strong spring beginning of the year stretch uh quite a bit weaker summer stretch um and so uh hopefully that's uh you know turning around a momentum for the playoffs right now because uh, obviously indianapolis didn't go the way we wanted it to but we had a really strong string of runs before that but never any dominating runs we, we, we want to go out and dominate and to win a championship 
you need to be able to do that because you have to win your way out of bad spots mm -hmm. that you're inevitably going to fall into. And the way to do that is by having dominating races. So hopefully that uh, is just around the corner for us. Well, starting off, at, I would say one of your best tracks, at least on paper. I mean, Las yeah. Vegas, you have, we were, we were looking at the stats. You have either won or been passed for the win, unfortunately, six of the last seven. Meaning, Whoa, meaning wow. you've been That's good. right there. So, I mean, six of anything, the last seven? Yeah. Six of the last seven. How about oh. that? There's a Vegas. How about that? We just taught that. Brad something he didn't know. That's, no, that's Take good. Feeling that uh, better now? Woo. Yeah, no, that is great. You know, we've won three of those and we lost three. That's kind of a bummer, but um, no, it's been a good track for us and it's certainly one that we look forward to coming to every year. Uh, one because it's Las Vegas, but the other part because of how uh, well we run, and I think we'll have a great shot at this weekend. So. Uh, this first round, we talk about who's going to win a championship, but really it's a matter of who can advance, right? And then yes, you get the home absolutely, set, right? Absolutely. So, so what round concerns you? What tracks concern you? What is the biggest obstacle? I mean, all of them. <laughs> they you all know, concern you? Yeah, yeah. I think because you know the, the racing is intentionally unpredictable, and you know I thought last year that we would kind of breeze through the second round. We ended up getting eliminated in the second round. Um, we went to Dover, ran really well, and, and got wrecked with two or three to go on a restart, you know, running third, you know. Um, that just shows you how those things can happen so fast. And then we went to Talladega, the, you know, and the week after that, and we were running up front, running third or fourth, and the yellows fell the way they did and went overtime, and we ran out of gas. And next thing you know, we're, you know, 20, 30 points out just like that and it happened so fast and really didn't do anything wrong <laughs> right um so i i think that uh with that in mind that you know i i look at it and say every race should concern you are you a vegas guy like are you i mean obviously for the racetrack but when you're in vegas do you enjoy it i you know i i have a lot of fun here uh but not on race weekends yeah no, not on race understandable. Weekends. <laughs> I bet. Do you look at do you look at uh, the Vegas odds? Have you yes. looked where you are? I, I think uh, the Vegas odds are, are great because uh, the one thing about Vegas is they're gonna they're gonna tell you straight. Yes, there's, they there's are. There's no fluff about odds at Vegas. There's a lot of fluff in Vegas, but not odds. They have money on it, so they don't <laughs> care about promoting someone. They, they really are going off of what they think is best. So um, hopefully we can. Uh, convince them through our performances on the track that we're one of the best all right i feel like we should call you mr vegas because brad always tells it straight too he does tell it straight oh yeah. thank you i, I try some days better than others all right thanks brad <laughs> thank you well good chance to talk to las vegas native kurt bush about how this weekend has sort of impacted his city i you know burnout boulevard's fun oh it's a blast and, yeah. and the race is fun too so uh this second race in vegas has it made a big impact on the city uh, I think so. I mean, with the whole sports movement here, with yep. you know, with, with the Golden Knights, uh, there's a WNBA mm -hmm. team, uh, the Raiders are on their way. <laughs> but to have that second date, it really puts that big power play in for NASCAR. Right. And the importance of this race, it's huge because it kicks off the playoffs. I mean, yep. the NASCAR playoffs start here in my hometown, uh, and it's a great feeling. It's it's cool to put, you know, this motorsports side of things right in front of everybody. If you look at last year when you were at Stuart Haas, you guys had tons of speed. You had a lot of momentum coming in the playoffs, too. But I could argue you're maybe in a better position to win a championship this year with a team around you and how Matt McCall has been calling races. Would you agree with that? I agree. It feels wholeheartedly uh, more more clear, like mm -hmm. crisper and, and stronger. Yeah. And it's because I think we overachieved early in the year, mm -hmm. and then we settled in. Things were going good, right? And then things went bad, and it was good lessons. Mm -hmm. It was good lessons to learn from. Uh, and one big lesson was we were leading at Michigan, and he's like, okay, I need you to save a little bit of gas. <laughs> and at the end of the day, we ran out of gas. Yeah. And I'm like, well, 
you told me to save a little bit, but I needed more urgency over the radio. Yeah. It's it's that same voice, yeah. but it needs to be clearer and crisper and stronger. Right. And I think we've gone through enough lessons now to, yeah. to be in that right position and to go through these 10 weeks the best way we can. When you look at the playoff tracks and how teams finished earlier in the year, where would you say the one team ranked? I know the answer. I don't know if you know the answer. Oh, shoot. I don't, I don't know. Second uh, best. No way, yeah. Points earned in the, in the, at the playoff tracks earlier in the year. Does that surprise you a little bit maybe? It does, uh, but yet it's that consistency. Yeah. And that's, that's what I told Matt McCall. Matt's like, oh, we're going to go win every race. It's like, <laughs> easy, man. The playoffs are a right. different game. Yeah. Let's get back to the strength of this one car. And early in the year, yeah, we finished fifth at Vegas. Yeah. Uh, I think we were like 12th at Richmond. Yeah. Yeah. The Roval, you know, road course. <laughs> right. we, we, yeah. If we get through that one, then yeah. I think we're we're on our way to Homestead. That's that's my goal. Let's talk about the dynamic with you and Kyle Larson. He he has said, and he told me a little while ago that he that he feels like you've helped him so much. Do you enjoy that leadership role with him? Because he seems like a sponge. He's picking up everything you're you're telling him. I don't want him to go too fast. Now I'm going to have to try to reel him back in. Right. But it's a great feeling to have the 42 and the one pushing each other yep. at this point. I'd say these last 10 races. That 42 car has been the sleeper Mm -hmm. and gaining a lot of points that not a lot of people are thinking of him or they're not he's not on everybody's radar but i've been watching and it's it's a great feeling to have all that coming together and we're going to push each other through this playoff my goal for the weekend is to look as enthusiastic as you did when you were ringing the siren 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 (laughs) siren for the golden knights that's my goal for this weekend that's all right man you got to pace yourself it's it's, you (laughs) know don't pull it out too early yeah you got to get all the way to the end you know ease into it okay cool (laughs) las vegas native kurt bush would love to win this weekend in the playoff debut here in 2019 I really like Marty's goals. Coming up, you know, traffic is always thick on Las Vegas Boulevard. It's about to be limited to only these 16 cars. All right, 17 with Parker Kligerman. He's in the NBC car. You're going to see it coming up. Plus, more interviews from Media Day. first playoffs a couple years ago I, I said it's an advantage not being in them because we're green and we got nothing to lose and now I'm like yeah it's good to have experience in them but I don't approach the playoffs any differently than the regular season I mean I personally to me like I want to carry that intensity level all season you know, and, the, and the goal is the same you want to win races you want to get points you know I race like it's playoff time every single week I think this that's how I am that's how I want to be as far as kind of how I approach it is you're going to be aggressive I've been aggressive all year and that's kind of how you how you always are I'm glad to be a feel-good story. It's better than the opposite. The opposite. But um, I'm not where I want to be as far as you know successfulness to have the best shot that we can going into the first race. Now, I'm not saying we can't be that team going into Homestead. Um, and I realistically know that we're at a performance disadvantage. But I feel like we're doing our best to make up for that. And we will close that gap. I just can't tell you how much. It's just been really good here lately. Uh, the last couple months, we've had a lot of speed in our cars, yeah. especially these last couple weeks. So um, I feel like our team, you know, for both the one and the 42, are, are peaking at the right time, you know, to start the playoffs. Early in the year, you know, when we were having you know bad finishes and crashes and things, our cars were still good. You know, I felt like I felt like we were around a 10th place car. Right now, you know, I feel like we're a top five car. I feel like we're so close to winning. You know, I, I felt like we could have won Darlington. Could have won Indy. Yeah, you know, that's two races in a row we could have won. This is an opportunity for us to kind of control, alt, delete, hit reset, 
and start into the playoffs. I don't do well with multitasking. I don't I don't know if it's just a man thing or my, my wife says it's a man thing and I can't think about a lot of other things. Like I do really good at monotasking. And so for me, my monotask this week is Las Vegas. I do best that way. When I start thinking about too many other things and get distracted by too many other, you know, thoughts, um, I'm not I'm not at my best. Our mono task is to thank you for coming over here and <laughs> spending some time with us. Thanks. All right, thank you. You can see complete interviews for every playoff driver at NBCSports.com slash NASCAR. And we are just under 40 minutes before the strip is going to get very loud. Burnout Boulevard, driven by Goodyear, coming up at the top of the hour. Until then, we'll continue to get you ready for the playoffs. Here are the playoff standings. Again, the 16 drivers who still have a shot at the championship. And Jeff Burton, you saw all of them, talked with, with most of them here today. Is there anyone who really stood out to you or someone who had something to say that surprised you? Yeah, I thought you and I kind of said the same thing after he left, and that was Kevin Harvick. And just his uh, – now listen, winning three out of last seven, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the confidence that he has. But when he sat down with us, he was just – you know, I know I know what we got to do. Yeah. And and he wasn't talking about the – he wasn't talking about anything other than just – you know, racing and like he wasn't caught up in, you know, the positives and negatives, all that's just, we got a job to do. I know how to do it. My team knows how to do it. And he just seems focused. Like he seems to me to just be so focused, understands the mission. And he was the calmest and, and the guy that I felt the most collected of everyone we talked to. And something else, he also seemed to not be taking any of this for granted though, at the same time focused. Yes. But sort of said, yeah, it's a, it's a privilege to, to be here and to be doing these interviews and to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Listen, I, you know, I hate to I hate to just pinpoint one person because you know I thought William Byron I thought he showed it like he was tremendous amount of maturity uh, his first playoffs and he seems very comfortable like hey what, we belong right, here right and and you know I didn't see anybody that seemed like the moment was too big for them I just felt like Kevin was just very very relaxed yeah absolutely so Chase Elliott how is he feeling right now going into the playoffs well Marty spoke with him. Well, there you see Chase Elliott, seventh in the championship standings, come into the playoffs uh, and and kind of building some momentum, four top tens in the last five races. Do you sense things have kind of turned the right direction as you start the playoffs? Maybe you kind of <laughs> frowned at that. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you know, the past couple of weeks haven't been uh, haven't been the best. Yeah. Um, you know, some you know wrecking on pit road last week obviously yeah. wasn't a, wasn't a good way to end it. But I feel like we, we've had pace at times. We just got to put that stuff together more often and and uh eliminate some you know some of those mistakes like that and and uh try to have some uneventful Sundays would be uh, would be nice <laughs> would it surprise you if I told you of the of the playoff tracks that are in that are in the playoffs of those races earlier this year you earned the most points would that surprise you uh no I felt like there was you know I feel like we went on a stretch there at the beginning of the year we were scoring a lot of points and we were having some really good runs um so no I, I'm not surprised by that and and I felt like there was a point in time we were you know throughout this season I felt like we were uh you know we were really really strong um stronger I felt like at points than we have been at other points but that stuff comes and goes and and you kind of have to take it in stride um the good news is I feel like we can be that and we can be that team and and we can earn those points on a regular basis when we're at our best so I've said that a few times and and I really do believe that we just got to put it all together because Jimmy is not in the playoffs this year and doesn't have to worry about his own team kind of making a playoff run, what kind of asset can he be to you and everybody else at Hendrick that's in the playoffs? 
Oh, I think he can be a huge asset to me, and, and I'm certainly going to utilize that. I mean, there's no better person to lean on or ask or talk to about, you know, about these final 10 weeks other than him. So why not, you know, why not talk to him about it? And at least, um, and I think that can be a changing, you know, that, that can change as it goes yeah. along. And I think, you know, his, his perspective and maybe seeing how things are going um, and kind of watching us uh, as a team, I yep. think it'd be good to talk to him through, uh, through it and, and kind of see what he sees from his perspective as to what we could do better or, uh, or not, you know, yeah. so definitely a good person to lean on. You guys have shown a propensity to win in the playoffs. You won twice last year. How early do you think you have to win in this year's playoffs to advance on, Chase? I mean, I, I you want to win each week. I mean, sure. I, um, I don't really think that changes now. I mean, I, I feel like the the big thing is, is the playoff points and the bonus points. I mean, everybody right. talks about that. So, you know, knowing that no matter when you win or you know if you're, if you're able to grab a win no matter when it would be sure. through the playoffs that's going to carry with you from there on so i don't you know if you could win week one great um <laughs> you're going to get five more points yeah, to, right. to take with you so I, I think if you are able to win it's good no matter where you do it um and then like i said not overlooking these rounds you know i don't want to be like yep. hey we need to win in round two <laughs> or, or whatever because um like i said i think it's taken one at a time and and uh we've seen guys you know miss it that you wouldn't necessarily expect miss rounds as it goes along so we just want to try to be mistake free be solid focus on this first one and we'll worry about the rest of them after that well they've made it to the round of eight the last two years they'd love to take it one step further this year and make it to the championship four so so first first playoffs i mean tell me about the excitement of being being in the playoffs for the first time yeah it's pretty awesome it's uh it's obviously really cool to be a part of it i think it's um you know it's a different atmosphere different intensity level than than the regular season so i'm excited for that it, it wasn't a lot of fun last year not being a part of it so I, i'm i'm really glad to be a part of it well and that's the thing you know a lot of these guys you know 13 times in the playoffs and they come over to us and not that there's anything wrong with not being excited to, to mm -hmm. talk to us but th something feels fresh with you obviously you know you're excited every part of it oh i'm in vegas wait you're 21 now too yeah. <laughs> so you actually get to experience vegas i do but i've taken a conservative approach nice. this time around hopefully uh stay hydrated for 100 degree weather on sunday yeah. <laughs> i'm impressed you just showed up for this interview 21 in vegas that's pretty yeah. good uh, so listen i i we've been we've been watching you race for the last 10 weeks mm -hmm. and and uh, i looked at the odds today and they had you the second uh most most probable guy to win the championship but in watching you guys run the last 10 weeks y'all are a lot better than that aren't you mm -hmm. i think so i mean i think we've um I think we've done done really well for ourselves in the last 10 weeks, you know, looking at the points and, and where we've been running as a team has been really strong. So, um, you know, I think if we can just kind of carry that performance into the playoffs, um, we can we can at least progress through the first round, hopefully the second round, and then that round of eight's going to be about winning races. So, um, you know, we just got to build on it each, each level of the playoffs, hopefully just get through each three-race stretch and, and continue to progress. We say that, you know, you're new to maybe the playoffs picture, but your crew chief certainly isn't, you mm -hmm. know, Chad Canales being here 16 times. What kind of advice has he? Is that what it is, is focus on the three races at a time? Yeah, absolutely. He's, uh, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't set our goals too far forward. Um, you know, we've talked about just the, the first three races and trying to, trying to just go one week at a time. So, um, you know, like like you guys said, I mean, I think the last ten weeks we've had the speed to do it. So um, we've got to put together a good race like we did at Indy and, and see what happens. So what, what's the uh, so Vegas has not been very statistically Vegas hasn't been great for you, but uh, is that of the first three races is that the biggest concern or is there another one? Um, 
I think honestly the Roval, um, you know, just getting through that that and um, trying to get to the end of the race with a good shot. I mean, we've run well at the road course races, but uh, you got to finish that one with you know with the race car clean and have a shot. So I don't know. I feel like Richmond and, and the Roval are probably more of a concern than Vegas, but. Um, our mile and a half program has been pretty strong lately. Something tells me if he's uh, running second at the Roval with yeah. a lap to go, that his crew chief's going to be telling, <laughs> "Be smart, be smart." <laughs> Is that a possibility? <laughs> it might be. I don't know what he's going to say. He usually he usually calms me down more than he pumps me up, which is kind of funny. He uh, he usually tries to. He's like, "Okay, William, just just keep it clean, just keep going." So he's a trip. Well, let's remember championship experience. So you've done this in the Xfinity series. Are you going to mm-hmm. lean on any of that? Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, you know, the truck series went really well besides the engine deal mm-hmm. at Phoenix. And, um, you know, we could have had a shot to, to win that. And, and then the Xfinity deal was kind of one of those situations where I had to dig in deeper. So I try to lean on that a little bit. Um, you know, both of those, I had a lot of bonus points. Or, well, the truck series, I didn't have any bonus points, but the Xfinity series, I did. So I'm kind of coming from the other angle with it this year, but uh, going to try to do all we can. Thanks, William. Thank you couple of those young Hendrick Motorsports drivers for you there. Clock ticking down just over 30 minutes until Burnout Boulevard. When we come back, is this finally Denny Hamlin's year? We're going to talk with him next. Coverage provided by Goodyear. Win your battles, earn your name. Goodyear, the official tire of NASCAR. We're going to go down the strip, do some burnouts. You can do it. Just put her in first and bend it. Good luck. Okay. Is there room for one more? Yes, it is. All right, great. I'll get in the back. Go get him, Harv. Is this how you imagined your Burnout Boulevard experience to go, Cal? At some point, yes, because I figured our show car would blow up. Here we go. It's like a tug of war. That was a Ford versus Chevy battle. Hey, style points, though. Creativity, it's style a solid points. 10. Yes, it is. Oh, oh man. Is apart. Do not tear your car up. Whatever you do, go have fun, do a burnout, put on a show, but don't tear your car up. <laughs> Burnout Boulevard, driven by Goodyear, just about 30 minutes away. Jeff, are you looking forward to it? I am. I love this thing. I love the fans down there, you know, right next to the cars, tires burning. It is a really cool thing. They are going to burn some rubber. All 16 playoff drivers will take part, including Denny Hamlin. His resume is an impressive one. Now he wants that title. Can he get it done? Marty spoke with him earlier. Well, how did he not start the day asking Denny Hamlin about how he's going to top last year on Burnout Boulevard, where he absolutely destroyed his race car? So, uh, how does one top that? Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> they, they tell me to take it more easy this year, oh, which why? I never should tell a driver. That was driver, so much take fun. It easy, but yeah, um, yeah. I, I just uh, I, I kind of let loose there. Maybe a little bit too much. Had a little fun. Had uh, destroyed the car quite a bit. So I'll try to keep it all in one piece for sure. Straight up, I'll ask you, is the 11 team the favorite to win this championship? Um, I don't know. Maybe you could tell me that. I, I, no, I mean, I'm, I don't no, know. I'm asking uh, from your perspective. I don't know. Are, I mean, you, are I don't, you guys in the conversation? Sure. I mean, I don't beat? think that there's anyone that we can't beat week in, week out. I mean, okay. that that's kind of how I feel is that um, we're in a very, very good position. Uh, we've we've earned the right to have a buffer 
with the playoff points that we've mm-hmm. accumulated during the regular season. So, I mean, just I feel like there's not a r- racetrack we can't go and win, and we've proven that really through the summer months where uh, we've been up front pretty much every week. So uh, I don't see that changing. Um, we'll see how it all goes, but we're about to go into a slew of racetracks for mm-hmm. the second time, and we know how our performance has been on racetracks going back to for the second time, and so it's been pretty good. I think we've been saying for weeks, I know Steve Letarte's been saying this, you're more ready to win the title in 2019 than you were in 2010 when you had your other best shot to do it. Give me a few reasons why you would agree with that statement. Well, um, I mean, 2010 was different. It was a 10-race playoff. Right. Um, it was an accumulation of, of you know – of points over 10 mm-hmm. races. And so when we didn't close the door on Jimmy at, at Phoenix, um, when we kind of could have or should have, mm-hmm. um, it was frustrating because, I mean, at the time I should have really thought about, listen, you're still leading the points. Like, right. let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. We just didn't, you know, put the foot all the way down the throat like we should right. have uh, right. because, you know, we, we I guess we missed uh, on some fuel mileage. But, um, 2014 was my next best shot to yeah, win, right. and we're leading inside nine laps to go. And you know, a car a couple laps down wrecks, and we caution comes out, and we lose the race to yeah. Harvick when he goes and takes tires. So it's, um, I don't know, it's we've had opportunities, but certainly things have not always worked out perfectly. But I, I'm at peace with knowing that if I give it my all and I do what I'm supposed to do, I'm going to be okay with the result win or lose gonna ask all the gibbs drivers this today so everyone has said it's a friendly rivalry no one likes to lose to their teammates right does it stay friendly in the rivalry within their own camp does it stay friendly throughout the entire playoffs it has so far it has from what i've seen i mean Mm -hmm. i know that you know truex has been in our meetings now for a few years even though uh this is his first year with jgr um and even when him and kyle were in homestead uh just a few years ago I never, I mean, I never saw any tensions or anything. I thought right. that everyone hand, handled themselves really, really well and stayed professional. And I really don't see that changing because we all need each other. We can't, if that information stops from your teammates, yep. it's going to hurt your performance. And you have to be honest with them and they have to be honest with you if you want to win for your company. Well, the fans have poured out of the casinos to watch Burnout Boulevard. Kelly, Steve, and Dale Jr. are on the strip getting ready, too. We're going to check in with them at the top of the hour when we return. There's just there's so much more intensity in the playoffs, mm-hmm. um, you know, and you want to you just you want to be the best. You know, we're all we're all there to win. We yeah. all want to be the champ, and we all want to get to Homestead, and it's it's tough, you know. And and I think, you know, for all all four of us, like the other three guys, could be the stiffest competition. Sure, you know, with the season we've had, with the the, the cars we've had, the team we have. I mean, it, I feel like it's there's a really good possibility that one of us is going to win it and we all all four want to be that guy <laughs> i don't mind you know being under the radar at all it's it's kind of nice not to have that pressure on you feeling like you are supposed to be there right and uh you know i think it would definitely be kind of a an underdog story if we were able to make it all the way to homestead and and 
that's probably rightfully so, right? We're only it's only my third year in the <laughs> yeah, Cup Series, right, so right, right. Um, I'd sure love to be there and, and have an opportunity to do, to do it. But uh, I think definitely the round eight's our goal. Uh, the plan is to go win this week, not have to worry about the rest of the round, and then uh, everywhere in the, the round of 12 we finish second at. So I know. If we do that again, I think we'll be just fine. Well, tell you what doesn't suck is the way we're running here lately. Yeah. Uh, last uh, um, three races have been, uh, you know, good races, solid races, yeah. and I think good enough races to get us to that next round. Right. If we can continue that momentum, um, continue to build on that, right, baby steps, you don't just take off running, um, you know, and, and I feel like uh, we're doing a really good job. We're solid right now, yeah. and I think that is good enough to, um, you know, to, to go this first round. That being said, I like the racetracks in this first round. You know, I'm I got to sure survive. Got to survive Vegas here. Um, I think Vegas is a you can't you can't win the championship at Vegas, but you damn sure can lose yes, it. Yes, you can. I didn't say that. I implied it that we have a good chance. You're gonna I didn't there. say we're the favorites this year, guys. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fun. Another reminder, you can see complete interviews for all 16 playoff drivers at NBCSports.com slash NASCAR. Well, all 16 drivers have traveled the about nine miles north from the South Point to the Strip, where the anticipation is building as we get closer to Burnout Boulevard. Let's throw it back over to Kelly, Steve, and Dale Jr. Kelly, what's it like down there? Chris, the crowd has really filled in nicely. People are jockeying for position to see these burnouts. We've got the best seats in the house because it's all going to go down right here in this intersection behind us. Really looking forward to that. But it's been really fun listening to all 16 of these playoff drivers in their interviews there at the South Point. A couple things that stood out to me, a talk of momentum. Clinton Boyer thinks he has it on his side. And then he also said, you can't win the championship here at Vegas, but you can certainly lose it. Well, it they all seem to have confidence, but no one has really poked the bear. Nobody said they're the favorite. Yeah. You know, we see when it comes down to four drivers and they end up at Miami, we've seen Kevin Harvick at times when all four get up in their press conference say, I am the favorite. Kind of start those mental games that, that I'm the guy you're going to have to go beat. With 16 drivers and so much opportunity to perhaps trip up through all the rounds, no one is willing to kind of put themselves out there as the favorite. I heard a lot of confident drivers, but this first round, interesting set of racetracks, Las Vegas, Richmond, and the Roll. Yeah, I heard some, you know, subdued, you know, tones. No real, you know, no real excitement. And I think at the end of this race on Sunday this weekend, that's going to change. We're going to have some drivers that are upset, frustrated, disappointed for sure. We're going to also have some drivers really, really happy about their position going forward. So it's going to be interesting to see how that all all plays out this weekend. I think these drivers have learned to save those mind games for a little further on into the playoffs uh, and try to settle in and get themselves some consistency here. Well, I think we've seen the favorite have issues in each round in the past. You know, everybody with a points cushion has needed to lean on that points cushion at times. So I think they're all just a bit nervous, right? There's sure. so much ahead of them. As, as valuable as those playoff points are, they have come into play a number of times. Truly every point counts as we work through the playoff rounds. All right, great to hear from those drivers. Now we look forward to them tearing it up here on the Las Vegas Boulevard. Burnout on the Boulevard coming up next. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. 
Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability.